Yeah, what up everybody? This is episode, I think, 96, and this is Alexandra J 36 on Instagram, or you can just call her Alex or AJ. Uh, this was, uh, we did this a while ago. We did this a long time ago, and it's just been sitting as a, uh, just kind of as a backup for a podcast if I missed a show or guest canceled or whatever. Um, truth be told, she told me that she wanted to do the podcast again and like redo it because she didn't think this one was that good. But I, I think she just was misremembering because I think it was really good. And I had a really good time talking to her. I wanted her to have her on. Um, because she motivates me on Instagram. She's um, one of the few Instagram profiles who I like actively interact with and follow. She's really great at just motivating people to work out. And I think right now during the quarantine, the stay-at-home order, whatever you want to call this stuff, like now more than ever is when you need to get out there and working out. If you have nothing but time on your hands and you just find yourself, I, I found myself just sitting in my lazy boy playing video games, eating garbage because the gym closed. And that was like, that's my excuse. Well, I can't go anywhere. I can't work out. I was like, you know what? I got to get back into running at least. And just watching some of her posts, I was like, yeah, you know, I see her her doing it. I need to just get off my lazy ass, and start running. Um, and I encourage you guys, everyone out there that's listening, if you find yourself in a rut during this, get outside. Get Just get outside. Get walking. Get run. I prefer running. I prefer that you run. Don't walk. Anybody Walking doesn't do anything. People, There's this misconception, I think, that people think if you're out there work, walking, it's doing something for you. It ain't doing shit for you. It's not. You got to get your heart rate up. Anybody can walk for four or five miles. That does nothing. I'm really against walking. I'm pro running. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like a full on sprint. Just like a nice jog. Just get your heart getting up there. Getting moving. It's better on your whole body that way. You're wasting your time if you walk. <sighs> but I digress. Uh, Alexandra is just uh, a really cool person that I was excited to have on the podcast and whether she likes it or not, I'm dropping this episode, but she's not going to be mad. She once told me that she was my biggest fan, and I am her biggest fan. And what more can I say? Go follow her, Alexandra J 36 on Instagram, and see what I'm talking about. Um, also, she's really easy on the eyes, ladies and gentlemen. Who doesn't like looking at a pretty lady that's motivating you to do stuff, right? Um, I think that's why you guys follow me, too. Just this handsome bastard on Instagram motivating you guys to be your best. All right, I can lie to myself. Here it is, guys. Enjoy the episode and uh, enjoy the stay-at-home orders. Alex, let's start this thing off in three, two, one. Boom, Sherlock, boom, you're here. It's happening. You're here. It's happening. 
Wow. How so excited. Much. How so excited much. have you been to be on this podcast? Honestly, well, you've known how excited because I've only told you probably a million times, but <laughs> it feels really accomplishing. Let me tell you. Really? My whole week I've been looking forward to this. That's like, awesome. It's so different when a microphone's in front of you. Like I talk a lot naturally as it is, but then you put a mic in front of me and I'm like, hmm, what do I say? The mic's all yours. I don't say whatever you want. What do you mean you don't know? What did we just witness? Oh, you're excited. You're on top of the world right right now. You're right. You're right. Tell the world what's up. Looking, looking down right now because I'm on top of the world. Uh, Sitting on top of the world. Uh. We're here and looking down. All I see is a sea of red because the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl 2020. You're Patrick Mahomes. I knew this was going to happen. Happened with the Royals. We didn't win that first year, but the second year we came around and got it. Experience. That World Series is was meant to happen for the Royals, and the Super Bowl is meant to happen for the Chiefs. And calling the wait. shot now. Huh? I'm calling it now. Boom! Chiefs over uh, whoever. Doesn't I really, even matter. I really want the Chiefs to play the Packers. That's that's who I'm calling. I want that, but we'll take anyone. I say we as if I'm a part of the team. I feel like I am, but I'm not. The city, the city feels part of the team because, yeah. because ultimately they kind of do. This is the toughest stadium to play in. It is because of the city, because of the fans. So you can say they we. Make it I'll so give that loud. to you. Yeah. Although I've only been to one game this season. But wow. I tell you what, I lost my voice at that game yeah, because I was screaming so loud and so proud. And we ended up winning. It was it was fun. It was a good time. Any Chiefs experience is a great time. For people that aren't from Kansas City, I highly recommend just coming to a Chiefs game. Tailgating it. You don't even have to go in. Just that experience alone. Do you do the tailgate? I've never... I don't say I've never been to a Chiefs game, but it's been a really, really... It's been... Oh, I don't know. 12, 13, 14 years since I've been to a Chiefs game. So that's what you've been missing in your life. That question that you have where you're like, damn, I feel like I'm missing something. It's going to a Chiefs game. Like a legit. 1000%. That's what it is. Everyone. I don't know how to go. I don't. You, you can, know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I it's it's hard if you don't have a car where you can, you know, tailgate out of. Because it's like 75 bucks just to get in. in. It's so much more expensive now. Yeah, you have to I don't have know a where plan. I'm go. Yeah, I don't know. I, have, I can't go in there with my Weber grill and grill hot dogs by myself. You can just bring someone with you. And that's a party in itself. I'm not yeah. kidding when I say you pull up and everyone who you're parked next to. Those are your tailgating like your pals like random or random all random you okay. don't pick where you get a park they tell you where i didn't know if people had certain spots where they go every time not unless you got the big bucks okay and then you have your reserved parking but yeah you just pull up next to someone and they become your best friends and you party together really oh my gosh yes that's happened to every game i've gone to not even kidding huh yes there's so much camaraderie as you said earlier you felt like the Chiefs fans might not have that, but there is that at tailgating. Really? Everyone is there for a good time. No matter what time that is, it's a good time. Huh. And you see some pretty interesting stuff, and you meet some fun people, and you eat great food, and it doesn't matter if it's cold, if it's hot. Doesn't None of that matters. Like, you're there, and the feeling is electrifying. Huh. Like I said, I went to a couple that was a long time ago. Did, do you not remember the feeling? I mean, clearly <sighs> not. I can hear it in your voice. I, I remember 
it it wasn't it wasn't a memorable ex- it wasn't like oh I've been to uh I was born and raised in Michigan and Michigan football I bleed blue. Okay. That I believe that. I believe I've been that. to I've been to those games mm-hmm. on campus for some big rival games and yeah. that's the when you go on campus and it's the big, I mean, they're all tailgating out there super early in the morning. Oh, yeah. They're doing Bloody Marys. They're doing omelets, eggs, frying turkeys. <laughs> and it, it doesn't matter if you know this. You can just walk from, you can walk the whole campus, mm-hmm. hit any tent, any any spot you want, and they're all going to serve you like your family. Like, yes. oh, come on in. Tr- check out some of this fried turkey. Yes. Oh, check out these omelets. What kind of mo- omelet can I make for you right now? Exactly. Want a Bloody Mary? Want a beer? And it's just it's just this it's awesome it's on campus yes. it's college it's great um and then when i went to the chiefs game i didn't really no don't tell me it fell up short because how you're talking is exactly how i'm trying then to I did describe it wrong it. i went okay so the i went with one group i went to two memorable one i'll call them i went to two real games chiefs games they're all real games let's one, just get that out there one was uh <laughs> they, they had some kind of vip tent and the cheerleaders Ooh. walked through there and yes. you could go to like their buffet. It I've, was fine, but it twice. felt it felt too stuffy and inclusive. It was very I didn't like pinkies it. up. Everyone, everyone in there is exactly who you would imagine would be in a tent like that. I didn't for like sure, I but didn't also like that. outsider looking in, was it not cool to just be in there for a second and just be like, I get all this food. I, I was in there. Chill. I was in there for the whole pregame, like before the before we went yeah, in there, and yeah. I didn't. I didn't enjoy it as much as I think I would People are sitting at tables. You're not yeah. going to go up to a random table and be like, hi, it's me. Like, I'm going to come sit and talk to you about mindless bullshit. But yeah. it was you, an enclosed tent type yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. There's food. It's there's like I remember classical music playing. Now, I was I was probably 11 or 12 when I went to go in the tent. Mm-hmm. But I know the exact one you're talking about because I met Casey Wolf and there's an God awful picture of me with the two Chiefs cheerleaders that look like models, and I'm 12 years old with braces and still don't know how to part my hair the right way. I hope you don't look like a model at 12. That's not what you're going for. Okay, you're well, supposed to look like that. You know the awkward, ugly duckling phase that most girls don't go through these days because you know that's just how it is. I don't really get it, but that's what do you mean? There's I've, not ugly ducklings anymore. There's no okay. It's ugly duckling phases. So okay. any good looking person that's born from the 90s on so like my generation your generation i was born 95 so i consider like 90s from above there we all went through an ugly duckling phase okay i don't care who you are or what you look what like made now. it an ugly ugly duckling glasses bangs hairstyle everything, clothing everything uh, so at the time that i went through mine i didn't know how to part my hair so I was trying different things I fried it to the point where my ends were just like awful they were terribly burned braces that were (laughs) I got them gold because at the time the song grills by Nelly was number one on the charts and I wanted some grills in the form of braces so I got them gold. Repeat that. You got gold braces because of Nelly. <laughs> because of Nelly. Wow. <laughs> I did. That's that's Born and raised here? Born and raised here. We're at where where's here in Kansas City? What part? Uh North, Northland. Yeah, North, Northland. North I'm a Northlander. Born and raised. But okay. my mom's from Illinois. Okay. So she's the only one in her family that left. So I got ties to Nelly from my mother. Hmm. For sure. But anyways, my ugly duckling phase. That was that was it. And this picture totally captured it. But every so funny. every person 
born from the 90s and before went through an ugly duckling phase and then something happened something genetically modified all these new kids and they're all like they come out looking like models you believe that you believe that there's not any ugly duckling phases for generations right now this Mm. generation no not like it was what are they doing different YouTubing uh, how, of, how to yeah, get style. Yeah, like social media, honestly, I think plays a big part of it. I mean, these little kids are growing up seeing these people that are picture perfect. So maybe we're just not. Pic- maybe we're just not seeing the ugly ducklings because they're not putting themselves out there because they know they're the ugly ducklings. That's true. That could be it too. I'm just saying, it's not as prevalent as it used to be. Like it was a known thing back in the day. Like all of your older pictures of you, like they were, they're pretty bad. But nowadays, that's not the case. That's a thing. I, th- hmm. I don't know. I know there's a lot of pressure on young girls right now. And I know the social For media sure. impact is having a horrible effect on them. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it starts in schools. You're given all this technology. When did you have Facebook? When was Facebook introduced to you? Oh, that's a great question. Definitely like fifth grade. So 10. I was was 10 years old. You were on Facebook at 10? Oh, yes. 10,000%. 10,000% I was 10. Yeah. 10. 10 years old. Fifth grade. Okay. And by the time that I got my Facebook, everyone else had already had theirs. Like I was was one of the last. Were all your friends still 10 year old? Like 10 year old? Oh, yeah. So I'm born in, I was born in April. So my birthday fell at the end of the year. So I was younger than everyone else in my grade. Did you have it on a phone or on a desktop desktop computer i had to wait for it to load every time i turned it on i remember it was in my parents basement and Mm -hmm. every day after school i would run down there shut the door play my music real loud on youtube and uh just play around on facebook what would you do Uh, mostly look at other people i would just get in like these deep holes of like who's friends with who and MySpace was actually the first thing that I had before I had a Facebook. And oh, you're old school of my, my old school MySpace. Hey, I'm MySpace sure. too. Hell yes, yes. That's total. Can I cuss? Kind of. Say whatever the fuck you want. Okay, perfect. Thank you. I didn't know if that was a thing, and I've realized you know I've funny? been cussing this whole time. You don't. You're not familiar with my podcast, apparently. I am, but eh. I just feel I've seen your podcast before, <laughs> obviously. But I just always, I always like to ask. You know what's funny? I just thought about this. Uh, before you got here, my last podcast, I believe, is the first podcast I've done. I do not think there's a single cuss word in that episode. Really? Uh-huh. That one kind of stands out then. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, some people, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's easier for you to have people that cuss like organically or if it makes uh, it well, easier. Wh- however people talk. I yeah. cuss like a sailor. Yeah. Um, But I know when, like, I didn't think this woman that i was talking with would appreciate me dropping f-bombs any kind of bomb yeah i, just, I don't know i just true. it didn't it depends on the conversation it's like yeah i don't purposefully oh yeah fuck yeah shit yeah <laughs> like i'm not purposely <laughs> trying to do but like you know you bounce your uh personalities bounce off each other and for sure and the conversation plays how it plays out and sometimes it's 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 going to come out organically. Sometimes it's like, you, you know what? I, I, I feel like I, I should be a little more conservative with this guest. It's a, I don't know, maybe a, a skill that I've kind of developed or I'm trying to develop as a host. 
You're doing a great job. I will say I was very nervous going into this. Like I said, my excitement, that excitement you were talking about. It's also me being nervous as well. What did I tell you? It's everything. What was the first thing I told you? I said, don't be nervous. We're just hanging out. That is true. We're just going to hang out. You had me really thinking. I was like, what is the very first thing you've ever said to me in my entire life? Like, oh, who knows? Yeah. Probably good job. (laughs) Yeah. Probably something something positive. Yeah. Yeah, Something super (laughs) supportive. I'm sure. Yeah. We've we've talked for a minute. Let's uh, introduce you. We've had a few drinks enjoying the Chiefs game. We, you can't put those two things together and not have them be an and not an or sentence okay (laughs) the chiefs are going to the super bowl chiefs are going to the super bowl 2020 super bowl so how who you are and how i got you on the podcast blah 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 so i'm alexandra johnson formerly aj everyone knows me as that it's easier that way Alexandra is like the most mispronounced name on planet Earth. I swear. I've gotten the most crazy combinations. So we'll Of just, Alexandra? Of Alexandra, yes. I love it. Thank you. Most people do when I say That's why I wanted name. to call you. I was yeah. like, I hope I get to call her Alexandra. Yeah, everyone loves that. They yeah. do. It's pretty special. Right. I, I I enjoy that name. But most people cannot pronounce it to the point where I've gotten so annoyed. So it's AJ. What do they say? I've gotten Alexandria. That's obviously most common. Everyone mm. likes to put an I in between there. I've gotten Allie, Alexa. I've gotten Ashley before, which I thought was pretty, pretty, you know, interesting. But either way you put it, mm. nine times out of ten, people don't say it right. So I noticed when you did say it right. I was like, oh, wow, special. It is. It's a special talent. But anyways, back to me. I love talking about me. That's why you're here. (laughs) Uh, 24, born and raised in Kansas City. I'm a nanny during the day, and then I have a nighttime warehouse job. And then... You're a hustler. I'm a hustler. I got side hustles in every direction. Hustle, hustle, hard. You are motivating. Thank you. You're a badass. Thank you. Thank you. You're one of the few... Hmm... Instagram profiles that I, I regularly follow. Thank you. And keep up with. I'm pretty consistent in the fact that I make time for myself and I make sure that my mental and physical health is yeah I number one. I don't follow. I'm not a creeper dude. When I f- not I at only all. follow 420 people. You do. You're very selective. I am too, though. I am too. Yes. We both have low numbers. And so I don't follow chicks that are just hot. Yeah. Oh, I just want to follow this hot chick. They're a dime a dozen. I don't care. That's yeah. It's all whatever. So I don't follow you because you're hot. Well, thank you. You are hot. Thank you. Well, thank so you. So that's the bonus thank of you. following your, it's like, your wow. Instagram. But it's so positive and motivating because you're always on there working hard and hustling. And Stop my favorite it. thing, you already know what my favorite thing is. Your nine <laughs> round yes. bell ring. Ding, ding, ding. Because when you ring it three times, it means you had a hard ass workout. Hard. I've never not had a hard ass workout there. Let's be completely honest. And I appreciate people that are out there putting their work out there like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm living the life. I'm I'm hustling hard and I'm finding time to work out. Yeah. And I'm. And here's me doing it. Yeah. And I'm hoping it, modif- it, it motivates other people. And not only are you doing it, but you're doing it wearing alcoholic shirts with absolutely. Hell yes, <laughs> I am. I work in a warehouse at night that's 
literally all I do yeah. is pick alcohol bottles. Yeah. So the, I don't know if anybody notices that. But I, I some catch people it. do. Some people yeah. do, and it's they're always just an like, alcohol I bottle. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we wear in the warehouse. We get all this merchandise from all the alcohol companies that we have there. So why not? Why not sweating it? I sweat in it at work. Might as well when I'm working out. Right. Yeah. But February marks my one year of taking responsibility, as I like to say, for my health and fitness, and. It's been like the best year I've ever given to myself. So I'm really wow. proud. One year is One coming year, right up. Yes. What does that mean? You gave that to yourself. Why? What happened one year ago that you decided to do this for yourself? Um, it's not really like one thing. It was a lot of things. I felt like life kind of crumbled beneath my feet before I even had a chance to put one piece back together. Um, so finding an outlet was super important to me what i just can i ask what happened or is it you don't want to get into no it? no it? it's it's completely fine um i mean you can I went through just the cliff notes if you want yeah no it's okay i'm, I'm very open about my story and my journey because okay. that's how i got to where i am today okay. but i went through a breakup it was a really bad breakup we were living together so i was now i went from living on my own and being super self self-sufficient to moving back in with my mom and just like kind of biting that bullet, being alone on top of I out of nowhere just up and blue quit my job. I was working at a desk job for KU Med, like super stable, super sufficient. And one day I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like this is just not giving me what I need. There was With just no this, plan on doing something else. No plan. Nothing like I looking back, I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's the best thing I could have done. But holy shit, what a mad woman I was. So I have all this going on, all of this. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere, I was like, this is the lowest you're ever going to let your get let yourself get. You are in full responsibility of what happens from here on out. So like, what are you going to do? And so everything that I do going forward is just a point to prove to myself. And when you look at it that way, you realize you have proof yourself what that I can do it, that I can whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever, whenever I look at a situation to be by yourself, to, to be by to myself, different job to, to find. Yes. And now I'm in a position where I've never been so mentally happy about where I'm at doing a job and the things that I'm doing in my outside life and the relationships that I have like I just have so much more clarity because <clears throat> I sit back and I ask myself the question like would I be proud of myself and the things that I'm doing and if I'm not then why am I doing them that just came up after after your breakup you just start yeah. like at what point was there a point where you were feeling kind of low for a while? Absolutely. That whole time I was How like, long were you feeling low so for? So low. That it was honestly like six months. Six months just yeah. in like a depression low. Like. I was the biggest I ever was weight wise. I was just. Were you fat? Yeah. What are we talking I mean, fat? Like fat, fat? Like No, not, not what most people would call fat, fat. And I hate even talking about that because everyone's perception of themselves is so different. So you can't like sure everyone thinks way harder on themselves right. than they actually are. But for me and myself, I was the biggest I ever was. How many more pounds than what you got now? Like 40. Oh, that's 
pretty big. That's big. 40 pounds on anything. That's yeah. a lot of weight. Yeah, exactly. I was just literally sitting around sulking in my sadness with no plan and no What future. were you eating? What, do you have any, uh, like, crate? Like, anything what was salty. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love salty things. Okay. I don't know why. I just, like, sweet and salty combinations, done deal. Okay. Like, I didn't ever look at portion sizes or calories or I was never mindful. Like, if I ate something, I ate all just of something. Just pre- when you were with your man. Mm-hmm. Were you in shape? Was that like a priority? No. And that's when I also realized that I never put myself as a priority. So in losing him, that person that was supposed to be my staple and my future and all this stuff I had writing on this one person. You guys engaged or anything? No. Okay. No, we were not. But... Just wondering. Together for six years. So long, might as well. That's common law damn near, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, very close to it, for sure. Might Definitely well tip of the iceberg. That's a long time. Yeah. It's Especially a, at that age. It's a very long time. Exactly. Yeah. So to lose that person that I had so much put into, and sure. then I sit back and I realize, why would I not put that onto myself? Like, why did I give him all the responsibility to be my future and to uphold this standard of like we need to be together and we're gonna get a house and we're gonna travel like we 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 to everything no, why, get, yeah why not me why <clears throat> not me by myself happy doing so you guys what broke I up do. yes why uh <laughs> <laughs> okay as much as i like to preach i cheated Oh, I was super okay. unfaithful. Super okay. unfaithful. Shame on me. Learn my lesson. And he didn't want to work through it, or you didn't want to work through it, or we did work through it. We okay. tried, and then he cheated. Okay. So it was like a give and take kind gotcha, of thing. Sure. You know, it came full circle for me. He didn't fully forgive you. He never did. Yeah. That's why he did it. And okay. What I like to say is, there's only so much good that can outweigh the bad yeah. before eventually you're like, I can't keep giving. So to it this. just wasn't meant to be. You no, guys are young. No. Whatever. We're cool now. I was gonna ask totally you. You guys are cool. Yeah. What's he up to totally these days? Fine. He's actually moving next week. Where to? Getting out of Kansas City, Las Vegas. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Is he fat? No. He played. So we met in high school. He played football. Okay. Um. And then we just kind of stayed together. And has he moved yeah. on? Does he have a a gal? I think I don't. I don't really. You don't know. know? No. Okay. Not like that. He doesn't. He's not as upbeat with social media as I am. I post everything I do. Like there's. Does he follow you? Yeah. You guys cool. Oh you yeah, guys we've cool, never huh? we've right. never done like the petty. I'm gonna unfollow you. Dun dun dun. Shit, I've done that's, that. I know, but that's like a line that we've never crossed with each other. Yeah. There's a lot of respect there. I got a lot stories of for you. Oh, I bet you do, <laughs> Mister. I have some people blocked on my account. Blocking is so like final to me. Like it is. No. I have two people blocked. I think that's crazy to me. That honestly is. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. No. That's such a big thing to me. Like, blocking someone, that's literally saying you're not allowed. Not you can't. Like, I'm not allowing you. What if it's... How about this for... for What if it's preventing myself from going to their page? Then, oh my gosh, you need to work on self-restraint. That is my self-restraint. <laughs> yeah, that's me that's working on it. That's what, I have to, that's what I know I have to do. Yeah, but... I'm just like a strong believer. You should work on yourself outside of that so that you know that you could fall back on that, but you don't need to. Why tempt myself? Because you can learn from yourself. I don't need temptation like that. 
Okay. Well, you know yourself the best. So I'm, I don't. That's I. That's why you're here. You, I'm oh paying my gosh, you $20 there's so much an hour. gray area yeah. right now. <laughs> so much gray area that you're putting out. I'm hearing so many contradicting things. Oh, shit. But let me just start with the fact that I don't think blocking someone is the best way to get them out of your life. Like, you're still going to think about them. Things are still going to come up, whatever. So It's I not think even a female. I, it's, okay. It's, a, it's just a dude that I'm like, I don't just, you're annoying. I don't need you. Negativity. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't block people out of your real life. So why should you get to on social media? No, because I have blocked them out of my real life as well. Yeah, but you could still run into them like organically. Remember that word? Yeah, I could, but that's very unlikely. Yeah. So is running happens, across their page. I guess unless no, it's you not. have like a close personal. Not if yeah. they're follow, Not if they're always watching what you're doing. See, this is why social media is just it's tough. It's it's a hard road to navigate. Hmm. It's everyone can know everything about we're you. We're adults. Yeah, that's a thing. Think of kids. This goes I back to what I, I was saying kids. earlier. I think about it all the time. I don't know what kind of world that they're, I, I, you know, I'm talking, you know, we've all had a different age of this technology that we were mm-hmm. impressionable at growing up. You know, you had, sure, yeah. you had my space. I remember a life before technology. I was lucky enough to have one and I'm so grateful for it. So grateful. But you started at a young age on MySpace and Facebook. Absolutely, I did. That's tens so young. So young. Think of so young. Think of your daughter, like ten years old, having one, like being able just to have the no boundaries of a MySpace page. I remember going on and picking my music out and changing it from YouTube to MP3 and putting it. Like on my page, so when you went to it, it'd play Avril Lavigne. But there's good things that come with that. You learn to do stuff like that. You learn about technology. You You learn how to. But you know what I paid attention to the most? I have no idea. The friends list. Who was whose number one friend? And I want. I wanted the T. Why were they your number one? What interactions were you having? You said this a couple times, and this is one of the words I'm not quite hip to. But I understand what it means. You've used it a couple times, but T. The tea. tea. You read yes, they read the, the tea, tea leaves or what? I read the tea. So it's just the gossip. It's just the investigative knowledge that's Where's that come put from? out there. The tea leaves? It comes from putting the work in. You either find it out from somebody, like if somebody spills the tea, that's somebody telling you the truth. What they found out. Hmm. Whether it's the truth or not, obviously okay. that's up to you to believe. The tea. The tea is gossip. Okay. It's a new age way of saying gossip. All so right. The tea. We're all schooling me. Tea. Here we go. I'm learning yes, something. I love it. We all learn something new from everyone. You can learn anything. Um, but yeah, I always looked at people's MySpace list. Like, who were their best friends? Why were they their best friends? Why wasn't I their best friend? Like, it was. It got very weird. Very the top quickly. five, top six, top eight. I couldn't even tell you what the was number. It? I think it was MySpace's top. What was the top? Is it top five? I want to say it's five. Yeah. Five feels really comfortable for yeah, me. Yeah, me too. But that you know what I did? Because I, I saw people be like, why aren't I your number one or two? Or why aren't you your top five? That's what I would do. I would be that person. You know what I did? What? I did all music groups in my top five. Rage Against okay. the Machine. Sublime. Uh, so uh, that nobody could too get short. mad. Yeah, it was all music acts were yeah. my top five. That way you guys can't say See, shit. See, that's smart. I would never thought of that. Yeah. We kept it super social. Like... That's how you became f- best friends with people, and that's how you lost friends. You see, I, that, I saw, I saw the traps. Best. I saw yes. the trap of that. I was like, yes. I'm not going to involve myself in any kind of unneeded drama. Smart. I love all of you the same. We're not 
children. We don't have real ranks in real life. I love you all. You're all my friends. MySpace started that idea. Mm-hmm. We're f- I'm just now realizing that. Like, that's a thought that I'm saying out loud that I've never really pieced together. Damn you, MySpace. Look mm-hmm. at us now. Yep. Look at us now. <laughs> They're not making any money, probably. Oh, off of- MySpace is still a thing in other countries. It is. People use MySpace still. Uh-huh. And it's still kind of a ghost town in America. But I think different music artists kind of try to use it as much as they can. But I think that across the world, mind. I think it's still I think it's still a thing across the world. Weird. People are behind. Yeah, well, I mean, we Ancient are. Ancient technology. We're America. I mean, yeah. you know, we're, we're number one. We're us. We're technology. We are something. We are something. We are something. I I'm not political. Neither am I. I don't Although I do go and vote at every local election because I'm I down feel with like that. that's important. That's the important stuff yeah. for sure. But when it comes to like big pol, I don't. Uh, I don't follow don't a whole lot of started. shit. I do. I watch the news. Like I do. I don't. I'm current on current events. I just am so over it. I'm over everything. Yeah. I want to start over. If we're being completely honest. Throw out everything and let's start a nail. I've said this a few times <laughs> on my uh, on my Tinder app that I'm thinking. You know what the world needs is let's an asteroidal it. impact. Yeah, we need we need a big reset. Human a human, big reset. We need exactly. a reset. It's happened before. Save the, the dogs. Time. The dogs don't need to be involved. But yeah, humans, plenty of dogs. Humans, we need a reset. We need, we need to refigure this this thing out that we got We've going. We've gone too far. We've gotten ahead of ourselves. Uh, yeah, there's something off. We, Elon Musk is sending Teslas into outer space. They're All talking right. about 3D printing buildings. If, if on I'm going to have any person on my team, it's Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. Like 10,000% dude knows what he's doing. I don't know what he knows, but he knows what he's doing. He said he's an alien. Honestly, wouldn't put it past me. One of my very best friends owns a Tesla, and he's like the only one out of our friend group because we're all pretty young. He's actually younger than me, even. He has a Tesla, and I don't know which car company. I want to say Ferrari, but it could be a different car brand, but they came out with the fastest car. Porsche. Porsche. It was Porsche. There you go. Thank you. I'm not a car person, obviously. Me neither. So they came out and said they had the fastest car. Three days later, Elon Musk comes out with an update for all Teslas (laughs) and makes them faster than the Porsche just because he can. Mm -hmm. He heard that and he was like, look at all this energy I have. I'm just going to give you some just to prove a point. Mm -hmm. Think of what this dude is sitting on. Come on. I love his ideas. I love uh, my favorite idea of his is the uh, the tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like from here, they're talking about doing it from here yes. to St. Louis. I laugh at that, but that's I, no, genius. I want, from here to St. Louis, how genius. lucky would we be to get that? I'd be in St. Louis all the time. I'd be doing podcasts there. Yeah. I'd, I like St. Louis a lot. I'd be going to hockey. I'm a hockey fan. I'd oh, be going to so Blues Saint games. Blues is, yeah. St. Louis is your jam for sure. For sure. I mean, yeah. I'm a Red Wings fan, but I'd like to go to some Blues games. Yeah. yeah. I, I like St. Louis. St. Louis is fun. Every You're time I've gone, to say I've that. had fun. I got kids. I'd love to take them to City Museum. Nelly's from St. Louis. Yeah, he is. Back Uptown, to baby. Back to my my love for him with my grills. Light it up and take a puff. Pass it to me now. We're going down, down, baby. Yeah. Hey. Hell yeah. I just think of the part where this is fun. It stops in a song, and she's like, "I think my butt getting big." Oh. 
hot in here. Well, I'm going to show that to my kids. Are you? Probably. I don't know. Kids is way down the road. That's a scary thought. I have a great dog. but She's amazing. What kind of dog? She's an English cream golden retriever. And anybody who has a golden oh, retriever. Oh, yeah. You have a... Uh, uh, you have an Instagram account for that dog. I do. Isabella the Golden. Yes. Go follow her. She's amazing. But anyways, anybody that has a golden retriever, this doesn't even need to be said, but I'm going to say it for people that don't. They are the best dog breed. Yep. I know everyone says that. I'm really biased, but I've worked at a vet and I've met like all these breeds of dogs. And I tell you what, a golden comes in. They're so smart. They're like little toddlers and they have their tails, which I call flags. Huh. They just wave their flags back and forth. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. They're the best. Can I say I think uh I think labs are number one. And here's here's why here's why Labs are a close a close breed to goldens though. Right, right. Here's why I think they're the only reason why they're better, they don't have as much hair. So they don't Every, shed as much. Everybody says that about yes. the hair. Okay. I get it. Hair, it's a thing. It is it a is. thing. It is a thing. I that tail. That tail is that flag. That flag be yeah. shedding. It does. And then the belly hair is just there's just too much hair. Oh, the floof. They're super great. I call it the they're floof. Nice, but labs. Um, you take them with you everywhere. That's what I like to say. Yeah. But I have a lint roller in my backpack. I have one in my car. I, I mean, I keep lint rollers around me. That's just I know that I'm going to have hair on I'm me. nitpicking for the number one spot. And the number one spot for me because of that reason is the lab. I respect that. As long as you can have a dog that you can put. Like some people would be would answer. I don't like dogs. And that's where I'm like, oh, Okay. Because I don't like dogs and like not like cats. Like I hate that stigma. I think everyone should like all animals. <laughs> I like big That's cats. A, cats are the best. I too. like the big cat, the big aggressive mountain lions. And the, uh, oh, and the so not like the domesticated. The okay. But have you ever seen one or gotten to cuddle one? No. Cuddle what? Like a puma. I would never. No, I'm not trying. Don't get me anywhere near a puma. I would love to cuddle one. No, you I don't wish want to. we That's could ridiculous. domesticate them. No, 2020. Want that. That's let's ridiculous. Desc- no. Yes. No, no. You'll get eaten. Cats don't care. Cats don't care. That's do what you I know love. why? But that's what makes it so great when they do like you. Because they don't like, like you. They don't yes, like they you. Do. They yes, don't. they do. Yes, they do. Do you know yes, why they, they lick your face? I've never had a cat lick my face. When you're sleeping. They lick your face. No, they don't. I have three Do cats. Do you know why? I have three cats. I know that they don't lick faces. But tell me why. They're checking to see if you're alive or not. And as soon as you're dead, that's their chance to start eating you. Honestly, if I'm dead, I would... They're going for your eyelids I would, first. I would want them to eat me because then I wouldn't no, be alive to feed no. them. No, they'd be fine. You'd be it's fine. It's full circle. Okay? You have a lot of people who love you in your life. <laughs> they, after a couple days, they would understand, hey... You're probably right, but what if not? Like no, don't. There's no what if nots about it. You're gonna get found before those cats need to start eating you. Maybe. But they're gonna start eating you pretty quick. I don't believe that science. Google I, it. I might. You're on Neanderthal well, podcast. I definitely Listen, will. this is nothing but bro science here. And bro science. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, as somebody who lives with three cats currently, and I've always lived with a cat. You don't know they're licking you when you're asleep. I've never you're asleep. I okay. Cat tongues feel. Like you're dead ass asleep. They know care. when you're deep in asleep. They're not gonna wake you. They know. I know when it. They're just. It's just like this. Mm. <laughs> Still alive. <laughs> yep, I thought so. All right. No, it's just that quick. It's just a. Cats are calculated, <laughs> but they're not that calculated. Yes, they are. I feel when like when they it would comes know. to eating you. 
Because they, they don't want to make it look obvious. They can't be they like, just want a little taste. this bitch knows I'm keep licking her. She knows <laughs> why I'm doing it. <laughs> I've had she knows cats. we want to eat her. I've had cats that like lick your hand yeah, a lot. See, yeah. just, what's that pulse like? They're checking to see how much longer no. you've got. They're just it's looking. Like, why do- so why do dogs lick you then? Because they love you. Uh, okay, so. They're not known to eat you after you're dead. They're n- they just lay there. I've heard of. Or a- they go get you help. Cats eat you. Google it. Okay, fine. I will, but I will say I don't discriminate. Against cats or dogs. I'm not asking <laughs> Moral you of the to. story. Cats are great. Yeah. I like, I like wild But people cats. who don't like dogs. What's wrong with you? Exactly. I don't understand Mm-mm. that. I don't understand it. I get, but I do understand. I get people I get not liking hair. Like they don't like fur being around. How about from my uh, phobia aspect? They just. That's what I mean. People that like genuinely don't like dogs because they like don't like them not because they don't like their fur or like things about them like they genuinely don't like any dog just get scared just scared don't want to be around them they get all nervous they make the dog nervous like no stop it's a dog no no there's general phobias out there where it's just so my mom has uh what is snake phobia whatever snake phobia is no no arachnophobia spiders it doesn't matter Snakes are scary, though. She, uh, so, her, I, my whole life, she has been like this. It is so bad. If we're just watching TV and all of a sudden a snake pops up on the screen, if you're really? flipping channels and a snake's on there, she, she's fr- not unco- even in real life. She un- on TV, she will uncontrollably scream, turn her head with her and block her, put her her hands in front of her eyes and go ah. Oh, she can't. No. She got. I can't. I can't look. I, feel I can't bad look. I can't for look. Her. Snakes are like everywhere. Then. Yeah. Oh. So that's man. like a real. So like a real phobia. I understand. But yeah, if you just are against dogs, I don't know who you are. Yeah. You're kind of anti-human. Like, how did right? you end up in the gene pool? I wonder if Elon Musk likes dogs. Of course he does. Well, he's an alien, so there we go. He respects them. Question answered. Do aliens like dogs? Yes. Of course they do. Of course they do. Or else they would have ended them like they did the dinosaurs. That's true. The dinosaurs must have fucked up real bad. Yeah, the aliens said, "Our oh, fuck you guys. You guys have gotten out of control. <laughs> You're too big. We're, we're evicting all y'all. Yeah, we're, <laughs> reset, reset, reset. That's what's going to happen to yeah, us. Yeah, we want some uh, pink, weak apes to run around for a little bit and we can control Let's them. Let's give them microphones. Yeah. Yeah. They'll give us gold and food and they'll turn wolves beer. into dogs. Beer, wine. Damn football chiefs going to the super bowl in 2020 that's what we want we're aliens they gave us patrick mahomes actually i i don't i don't know where people come from this is getting really deep (laughs) yeah where do people come from that's such a good question where do you think genuinely don't know you have any ideas or inclinations I don't think I've ever sat and asked myself, where do I think people themselves come from? I think from a scientific standpoint, I think to the simplest fact that matter can't be created or destroyed. So in the simplest fact, we're matter that's never been created or destroyed. And so is everything around us. So if you look at it that way, nothing's ever dead. Nothing's ever alive. Kind of that middle ground. We're in the middle of ground. But how did we get here? Carbon, right? Matter. Can't be created or destroyed. We don't know. I think that's just a great way of like slapping on the we don't know stamp to that. And I'm so your answer is you don't know. We don't have any idea. You don't. None. I have no idea. Okay. I mean, that's I 
it's as good of an answer as yes anybody else's I, I but I also don't sit around going man my life's incomplete because I don't know where humans came from like that's not something that's crossed my mind it's no not like, it's not a prevalent concern in my life hmm. I don't want to spend this lifetime I'm not concerned about it, it but I like to think I, I like, like to think I like, like what's out there like are there obviously there's aliens like but like how close are they? What obviously universe there's aliens? Obviously. You really can't sit here and say we're the only intellectual quote unquote living beings in this universe. No, of course not. Of course exactly. So that they're maybe they're not what we think are aliens. They I mean, are though. But they might not be. But they are. But they might not be. They are. But we don't know. It goes back to we don't but know. But we do know. I think because we know. Because we know the definition we know the definition of infinity. And what's mm-hmm. out there is infinite. And whatever is infinite can be thought up and created and is happening out there because it's infinite amount of possibilities. That's and true. infinite amount of time. That's true. So whatever you think of, it's the multiverse, there. and there's multiverses, there's other infinite multi-universes out this there. This is crazy. So it gets, it, gets, it gets trippy. One of my really good friends just did a past life regression. Past life regression. Yes. I don't know what that is. So you get hypnotized. It's a six hour long process. And you this, get hypnotized. Yes. So for two hours of it, <sighs> they don't recommend any longer than two hours because then it's really hard to get you back. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Like you go deep, deep. Get just, you back. Huh? Just wait. Just wait. Okay. So it's six hours and the first four hours are like intake questions. So who who are you? What's your family dynamic? Before you're hypnotized? Like? Yes. Just a one-on-one like. Yes. Just get, get real with me. You really have me. to trust who you're doing this with. Yeah, you do. There, There's a lot of trust there, but that's also why it doesn't work for some people. Because if you can't fully person. open up, you're not going to fully receive. It's the same thing. You give and you receive. So four hours. It's very of, psychedelic. It is. It is. It very much so is. Hearing... I would not have believed what she said, but they record the session while you're hypnotized so you can listen to it when you leave because you don't know what you're saying when you're hypnotized. You have to believe you can get hypnotized too. Like That's true. A very small, per- or I don't know what the percentage is, but not everybody can be hypnotized. Yes. Yes. You, like your brain just won't allow it. Like some people, it's like. It's a, hard to suspend. Yes. Maybe disbelief or ego or whatever that is. Whatever you have to put aside. Sometimes people just I don't can't know that let I go. Could do it. I don't know that I could do it. Uh, yeah. I think it's a belief thing. There's, I don't believe I can be hypnotized, but. You definitely have to let that belief system in and they give you a bunch of like homework, quote unquote, to do before your session so that your mind can be open. I'm scared and I'm not even doing this. <laughs> I just burped. Um, Burp but on yes, mic next time. Right? We'll have a contest. So anyways, four hours of this intake, then she finally gets hypnotized. In a past life regression, you talk about all of your past lives before you got to where you are now. This past lives. Past lives. So the uh, entity that you are right now mm-hmm. live different lives okay. is this belief system. I can get down with that. So you take little parts with you each time you come to this new body this new world or what have you are they always human life forms that you've taken no so my friend did her past life regression and she could only remember her most recent life and she said that she was driving a ship above earth during world war ii and she was an entity like she the hypnotist had her look down at her feet and she didn't see any feet she said she was an orb of light and matter um they looked down and they saw that earth was destroying itself world war ii era um she described 
basically the whole scenery of what you would think an epic fight scene in World War II would have been. What would that have looked like? The way that she described it, it was an older town and there were a bunch of bombs and barbed wire. And then she specifically said the year that it was. From an out, like from looking above? From what looking above. Have, what, like what, that so must it was, have looked it pretty was a, intense. She said it was a white ship that was complete, like no corners. Everything was a rounded edge. Nothing was a corner. She was very specific about that. Bob, didn't Bob Lazar say something about one of those aircrafts they found at Area 51 that's like that? I bet he did. I bet he did. So she said that she was the driver of this ship, and she was the last one. that. So whoever this entity was, whatever this group was, decided that they needed to descend onto Earth and come to Earth after World War II to help teach humanity that they don't need to fight. <laughs> Yeah. Like, well, that's where you have to stop believing in them because. Okay, but she's saying this as herself and she like she's out of it. She doesn't remember saying any of this. Right. And this <clears throat> she's not the kind of person that's like she doesn't play video games. She doesn't really read books like for her to get this idea like it didn't just pop out of her head like it came from somewhere. So no matter what, however you look at it, you have to realize like the credibility's there because. I know her in and out through and through. She she did not make this up. Like she felt this and you can hear it in her voice. Her voice changed as she's talking. Her voice changed much deeper. Um, so anyways, they descend down to earth and take the form of the body that she's in now because they wanted to help humanity. Basically how they saw it looking above, they thought that World War Two was going to end the world. They thought that we were just going to destroy everything and they had to intervene. So she's the last one on the ship and she remembers being the last one. And she came down and that's who she is now. And you get to. Well, how did she and how did she fix everything? Because what happened was we we nuked Japan. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what they said to do. Hey, yeah. drop the atomic bomb, drop a couple bombs on a. See, but it's not them themselves. Hiroshima. Like, we don't know. So, these entities went into different bodies and different people. So, my friend was born in 1996. So, way after World War II, right? Mm. So, this entity remembers World War II, but didn't come to Earth. Sure. Tell her. Is basically what it was saying. I gotcha. So it's just this big gap between what they saw and like when they came, quote unquote. And it also just goes to show like there's so many different ideas out there. Like there could be dumb aliens out there. Nobody's ever brought up the idea that maybe there's aliens out there that are just stupid. Like That's they, hilarious. They drive past Earth and they're mm. like, why are they doing this? Like, I want to go visit and try to help them. I don't think and any they alien be would dumb. be that dumb. They can't be that dumb to pass but a life. But do you know uh, an alien that you can reference and tell me? Uh, no, no, I guess I don't. So you can't say they're not stupid. Have you ever thought maybe aliens are stupid? <laughs> I mean, stupid for alien. I've never thought about that, but they wouldn't. If they passed Earth, if they saw Earth, surely they would do but something about it. But technically, we've left Earth. And if there's, would you consider if there's, humanity? If you're saying there's aliens out there that are zipping through the solar system. I never said they were zipping. She just remembers being they, in the ship. She said she was That an, had no corners. She said she was an entity and she was thinking it was a ship. There's a big difference there. Yeah. 
I, I believe that it could be. But we have ships that fly. I wouldn't in the say air. alien necessarily. I would think maybe more. I like the word entity for sure. It, it but like anything not of like Earth, a dimensional, it's easier like a, to a, say a, alien. A third dimensional type entity that can observe this dimension. Yeah. I believe that's basically it. what she was in her past life. I can see. I can see that. I have. Uh, yeah. It was interesting. But this lady who's been doing it, um, the hypnotist, as you will say, her, she has an official name for what she does. Um, she understudied from the couple who invented it, who came across it, who reached this level. It's like the movie Inception. You reach a level in your conscious where your subconscious and your conscious kind of meet and they can communicate yeah. with each other yep, yep. and they can bridge that gap. And okay. that's basically what they do in this session. I'd be curious to see what that's like. They've encountered aliens. Like they have books about it. How they maybe what they think is aliens at least because yeah. when you get, it's to, all relative. Um, I would, th- I would think just hearing this, I would think what's probably happening is her pineal gland is probably dripping some DMT and they're probably having a DMT hallucination. Yeah, but how can you do that off somebody talking to you? You can do that by listening to certain frequencies of music. Oh, you can do that by certain types of meditation. Okay. You can do it naturally. You do it while you're sleeping. Is that where you dream? Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, Heavy REM sleep, they think is a DMT is being released. And of course, when you die they theorize that when you're yeah, born when, when you're, you're born, born when you die i've heard that and it's produced before. it's produced in your liver and your lungs it's in your brain it just your body's full of it i would so you think they tap into that i would i that's where I, my mind tends to go is it's probably some kind of dmt trip yeah. and that's because that's very reminiscent of when you hear people talk about dmt is that it's kind of the same kind of alien life form type you feel like you were enti- there entity is is mm-hmm. a strong strong word that would be used among something else that's like that. present yeah, yeah. <clears throat> i bet you that's probably what their hypnosis is, is probably kind of tapping yeah, into but where it gets me is like she didn't feel like anyone else was present she felt like she was it yeah like she was it yeah that's it just it kind of gets that might, me there. she might have had um she like full-heartedly in this hypnosis. everybody has you know their own separate trips and i bet it's like yeah. that with with uh with the hypnosis if everybody's mm-hmm. having their own separate past life experience that they're bringing to the table that's very similar to a dmt trip where it's kind of personal and you get yeah. your own kind of thing from i i don't know that's that's got to be what it is i don't know i don't know i really want to have one done but they're so expensive and how much are they it's like 400 bucks she got a discount though because she went to a metaphysical fair so they had a bunch of crystals oh, and healers. Oh, there's a convention here every year. Yeah, yeah. She went to that convention and she ended up meeting this lady and bought one of her books, read one of her books, and she kind of introduced me to the idea. And, of course, I'm open to anything. I'll listen to anything. I love hearing people's ideas and opinions. I think mm. you can learn so much. You would trust some random gypsy out of Trust? Fair? Trust? No. Listen? Yes. You have to trust it, it seems, if it's a six hour process where you're opening up 
it's like an in, yeah it's like an intake you're so opening they have, yourself up they to have some get to know you questions and you have to be willing to let yourself open up so if you're a person that does not open up easily mm-hmm. don't do it don't waste your time you're not going right. to get anything out of it yeah but if you're someone who wants to let go but you're kind of trusting a stranger with your consciousness you are yeah it's a big responsibility they've had people that they haven't been able to get past like back, I mean, so they get them hypnotized. What happens, what hap- yeah, so what happens if the quote unquote they can't get you back? What does that mean? You lose your state of consciousness. Like you're no longer conscious. What do you mean? You're so like, really like what in a coma? Pretty much. You're telling me there's people, yeah, like you and me that go to some hypnotist, and it I want to so go down. I deep. go so deep that this chick has to call me to go to the hospital, and I'm in a bed. You basically get like an adrenaline shot to like wake you back up. Like your body. Oh, so I come out of it. Yeah, no, like you're not you're not in a coma hooked up to a ventilator because you can't. This isn't your like that movie Flatliners down. or something. No, 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 no. I should have got more beer. Damn, you should have. But no, like your your mind tricks your body into staying asleep to the point where you need physical adrenaline. Okay. Like your your brain is controlling everything and just being like, well, no, we're gonna chill out. Yeah, in that this Pulp state. Fiction Uma Thurman right syringe just to the kick. heart. Yeah, <laughs> right there. Exactly. So once you get that, you're good. But it has happened. Just like how it doesn't work on people, sometimes it works too good on people. Yeah. Talk about a bad trip. (laughs) I'm scared. It's crazy. I'm scared thinking about it. But it's just crazy to think about the possibilities. I don't know if I could do that. Are you willing to give up the control? I would in a heartbeat. If somebody offered it to me for free, not even for free, just not $400. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. But I would do it in a heartbeat. 1000%. I would have to think about, I would have to research it and talk to the person more and get more, but it's interesting. Are you spiritual in the fact, like, do you know your life path number or anything about that? I don't know what you just said. So your life path is your new model. Oh my gosh. I cannot speak. This beer is getting to me. Boulevard. Good job. Um, you're, your numerology, like your numbers of your life. So there's certain people that look at a clock at 1.15 every day or like in the morning or like certain numbers resonate with you and you don't really know why. Um, from the minute you're born on the day that you're born throughout your life, like it's just a bunch of numbers, right? So there's this equation out there. It's your life path number. And there's nine numbers you can be from this equation. A one out of nine. That's it? That's it. But it's not like being a one is worse than being a nine. It's not a scale. Right. They're just different paths. Okay. Um, I happen to be a life path nine, which means I'm all of the other life paths. So one through nine or one through eight. I guess technically nine too. I'm all of them. So you're a humanitarian and I can, this is just, this is, we're going to get on a weird level. So have you ever listened to a song? That you've never heard before, but you know the words in your head before you've heard it. Probably. I feel like I can. I feel like I've done that before. Like but it just can, seems obvious, though. It's like any idiot would know what's coming up next. Yeah, but not really. Like you've never heard this song before, but your brain can just input the words. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like your brain can make those input and inferences a lot quicker. Okay. On this life path. So you can choose to be more open with it or not. It's, it's kind of up to you. So you're, you're able to see more, I guess. Okay. 
So in finding about these like life path numbers and spirituality and stuff, it's been really interesting because it's changed my outlook on a lot of things. Hmm. Yeah. I just look at it from every perspective now. Okay. Because I feel like I have to. And in looking in every perspective, I've found things that I would have never realized had I not taken a step back and been like, what are the options? So you should find out your life path number. How do I find that out? You can go online. Everything's online. And and, ty- and do what? Just Google what's my life? So, what, life li- what? so if you happen to know the time that you were born, it's more accurate. I don't know. Yeah, someone would, I've, I had a couple of people recently asking me about that. And they said, well, if you don't know the time, where were you born? It doesn't do where. So this okay. is all numbers. So if you have the time you were born, it's... Exact it's, time? Yeah. Hmm. Which mine happens to be even weirder because I was born on April 17th, which is 417 on 47 at 417 a.m. Wow. So that in itself is it's like there's not a really 417 at 417 at 417. So my numerology is a little bit different than most. Um, But if you know your time, it can be so much more exact and precise in which because I mean, if you give it the day of your birth. That's pretty What's general. it going to tell me? It's going to tell you your life path and what that pertains to. I don't know what that means. So, like I said, you can be a humanitarian. Okay. What else? Um, There's uh, there's like a giver. So, like a caregiver type. So, the humanitarian type like means... Per- these are personality types or something? It's kind of personality types, but it's also like underlying ways that you live your life. So... Okay. This is how your perception is based off of the numbers in your life. Huh. Yeah. So it's huh. basically putting a math equation with spirituality. Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty interesting. But once you... That's, a, that's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Putting math with it. Yeah. Math and science with spirituality. Combining together. Is that kind of ultimately what all these... Yeah. A lot of ancient civilizations were kind of basing their worlds around yeah it's egyptians just, and, the, and the easter islanders and they're trying to connect all of it yeah and that's basically what your life path number does huh. it takes all of that and kind of resonates it to you and of course i always think that whenever people read horoscopes or daily whatever it's like you want to see what you want to see kind of a thing but your life path number was given like You didn't get to choose when you were born, on what time or what day. These numbers were given to you. So Let's continue this. I have to go uh, use the restroom. There you go. I kind of do too. Yes. Pre-workout in the mornings because my motivation for working out was hard to come by. So I started waking up and literally without even thinking – the first thing I would do is chug a bottle of pre-workout. And at that point, you have to work out. Like, you got it coursing through your veins like the Hulk. Go big or go home. You just schooled me. Yeah. You just schooled me. Thank you. <laughs> Pre-workout's actually legit. Like, I need to do that? Oh, 1,000%. My I don't work out unless I have pre-workout. Like, really? Okay, that's that's being a little overbearing. I understand of me. It, but that's no, I, dramatic, kind of. Eh. But honestly, I like the way you put that. Be dramatic about it. Really fucking sell it. Yes. No, I'm not kidding you. 
nobody wants to like wake up and start their day working out and like being like fit and happy and healthy. Like I, it took me so long to actually learn to like that, to like find it within myself to be like, no, okay, you're doing this because you're seeing results and things are like working for you. You lost 40 pounds. Heck yes, I did. Pretty. It's probably pretty motivational. Yeah. When you see real change like that. 10,000%. But for me, it would just, it worked out that way. Like you wake up and before you can even <coughs> think about not going to the gym, take pre-workout. <laughs> take pre-workout. Just take it. Force it down your throat. Drink it. Because guess what? You can't go back. Once it's down your throat, you have to, you're going to do something. You're going to be productive in some way. I, uh... <clears throat> I've I've been having issues getting back to working out. I was everyone uh, always has them. Me a year ago, this has just been a year. That's it. I was going hard. I was doing really good, and then. But what do you define as really good? Like what every standards day. did you? I was okay. going every. I was going to the gym every day. So that's your definition of getting back and being good. Is like if you go every day. And yeah. Were you eating healthy? Uh, I don't. I I don't know how to eat. I need help with that. Everyone needs help with that. I'm really bad. That's I don't what know. I'm I, starting to learn. Like I just recently, you told me to burp on I sure did. Mike that next time and yeah. I did. You're welcome. But um, anytime that I post anything about cooking, I, ha- I get the most feedback and response from it. And I genuinely am starting to realize that most people are afraid of cooking. Like Oh, I love to cook. But, the, but you feel like you... Like, you don't know where to begin. Like, you're just like... Yeah, I don't know how to meal prep. I don't know how to, like, yeah. make my meals. It's intimidating, for, like, kind I of. I don't know how to get the right amount of protein I need mm-hmm. to get what I want done in the gym, what I need yeah. to be done. Like, I don't know how to get that gram to gram and a half ratio. I, I just... <clears throat> See, I don't I don't micromanage like that. I Most, most people don't. Mm-hmm. But super successful people, yeah, some people do, some people don't. It's... It, I, I don't think of it like that. For me, the meals that I make fit what well what you're saying, kind of what I want my end goal to be. But I also don't deprive myself. Like if I want to add that little bit of well, naughty, I eat whatever I want. naughty cheese to it, like I'm going to. Yeah. That's what I say when I eat food that's not, you know, really that good for me. I say I'm being naughty. Like I'm being really naughty with my food. Okay. And I say that and people laugh because they obviously their mind goes to something sexual or what have you. But like I talk about it with my food. No, so I like it. I don't like to I don't like to eat naughty that much, like I say. It's a the eighty twenty rule everyone. What's wrong with me that, that my mind didn't go there? I don't know. Yeah. You'd be one of the first, honestly. Cause I, cause I say it like organically in a conversation, like a friend will be like, Hey, let's go get Taco Bell. And I'm like, no, I don't want to be that naughty. Yeah. That's exactly what Taco Bell is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You see what I mean? Like, that's just like a conversation that I would have. And like, that's just my go-to word for any time I'm cheating on my, it's it's not even a diet, like a, just a way of eating like Mm -hmm. every single day. So pre-workout, that's the, that's the secret, huh? What's, uh, what's pre-workout right when you wake up, right before you get dressed or anything like, okay. So I am a slippers person. Slippers are my jam. And I got these new pair of crocodile slippers, but I thought that they were dinosaur slippers, but was recently informed 
Crocodiles are dinosaurs. That they were crocodiles. Anyways, I'm a big slipper person. So I get up and I put my slippers on. I have a dog. So I take her out. Like that's just my morning routine. But before I do any of that, you are correct. I wake my eyes up like open. I'm awake. Hello world. And I drink my pre-workout. And like I said, from that point on, you have no other choice but to do something because you're not going to sit there and do nothing. Pre-workout won't let you. Okay. Yeah. I'm liking the sounds of this. Yes. Don't oh. hold yourself accountable in the mornings because you will choose wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. will. Discipline's you will. hard by yourself. Everybody <laughs> does it. Nobody wakes up and says, I'm going to go work out every single a, day. Yeah, I, yeah. After, especially me, I literally work from 11 to 6, leave that job and work from 6.30 to 11, wake up around 8 o'clock and go to the gym. You think I do that Monday through Friday with just my naturalness? No. Pre-workout is the secret. I love it. Okay. What do you have a pre-workout that you recommend? A brand? uh, uh. Personally, I just went up to GNC. When I started working out, I knew nothing. Like A year ago? A year ago. Yeah. February was when I started nine round. Um, I was working out at Planet Fitness before that. That's where I go. I never went. I never went. And what I like about Nine Round is I have trainers. So no matter what, I have somebody there that's in the back of my mind or literally behind my head that's like, do more. Like, you can do better. Like, this is... Look at you go. You are a lady. Keeping it going. A lady. Thank you. Thank you. I've been told that many of times. But anyways, you have somebody holding you accountable, somebody who's there in the back of your head that's like, Okay, do five more. Like, prove it to me kind of thing. And you're just like, hell yeah, I can. I can do five more squats. I can lunge ten more times. Like, it's just kind of building you up okay. way more. Um, and it just, it worked for me. And you got to find what works for you. That's the thing. Is like, anyone can preach their fitness routine onto you, but it's not for everyone. And I think starting out, mm-hmm. you have to realize what works <clears throat> for you. Because if you don't like it, don't force yourself to do it. Don't do it. You have to There's, enjoy it or else you're not going to do it. You have to find a reason. It. And yeah. you know what my reason is? Ooh. What's your reason? The number one reason why you said you liked my page. My three rings at the end. Every time I work out, I record a video of me ringing the bell three times. Mm. And for me, it's so it's so like fun to be like, I went into this with a goal. I always try to burn 400 calories. Like that's, I go in there and I don't leave until I do. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, getting at the end of it, most of the time I burn a little bit more than that. Um, getting to ring that bell though, you smack that thing three times (laughs) and you're just like, hell yeah, you have your Rocky moment. Like it's great. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love sharing it. And I've had so much like positive feedback and stuff and it's been cool. It's been crazy to think like a year ago, if you would have asked me if I would have been this person, that's like any health and fitness based conscience. No way. No way whatsoever. I didn't think about anything. And now I'm like, I want to be as good to my body as I can. Like, oh yes. Wow. Yeah. And you've become, do you consider, I mean, you're a model? Yeah. So I've been doing modeling. uh, That all come after you started? That came after the health and fitness. So it all kind of trickled down to, I started treating myself better so I started feeling better so in feeling better I was like get myself out there like what do I want to do and I just 
I don't know. It's, it's really hard to explain, but in a sense, I didn't know if I wanted to start out and do a podcast. Like that's why I reached out to you initially because mm-hmm. I wanted some feedback from somebody who I saw was succeeding in it mm-hmm. and kind of realized, you know, is that the avenue I want to go down? No, I, I like to be on camera. Like mm-hmm. I really enjoy being behind a camera, whether it's in a still picture or in a video or something like I, I'm an only child. I like being the center of attention. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit it. I love it. I love it. I own it. There's it. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, of course. If you course. know it, own it. Yes. Let people know. Exactly. This is what I need. Exactly, people. There's if you know it, go with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're your <clears throat> biggest fan at the end of the day. So I figured out that, like, modeling for me was fun. Like, I had a great time doing it, and I loved the way that I looked. I was like, I'm going to share this with people. Like, this is fun. And I've met so many cool local photographers, and I've worked with so many great people and had... I've not even been doing it six months and I've had so many, yeah, like so many experiences and opportunities, but I also put myself out there. I wasn't afraid to be like, Hey, I'm new to this. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I like what your work is. Would you like to collaborate with me? Like, that's really how you get the ball rolling. Uh, no, I do know him. I do know him, but I haven't worked with him. How did we follow each other? (sighs) Honestly, I don't know. Me neither. I've been really working on stepping my Instagram game up. And in the last year, I've gotten over 2,000 followers. I was going to say, it's blown up. That's not like when you think of like the Kylie Jenners of the world and that kind of thing. Like it's not shit. It's really not. But I've been thinking more business. Oh, my God. I can't speak right now. More business model wise. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, I've gained more followers. I've been able to kind of tweak it. To where I get the most out of it. Okay. Which is what I'm trying to do with my life in general. That's the... With every aspect of every it. Every aspect of it. Tweak it just a little bit. So I'm getting what I want out of it. But then you have to ask yourself the big question. What do you want? What do you want? A lot of things. I'm finding out a lot. A lot about myself. I definitely know that... You're getting what you want so far, it seems like. Yeah. And that's, it just, everything all ties back to the fact that I started believing I could and I'm doing it mm-hmm. and I can, I could and I can right. like, there's nothing stopping me besides myself. So let's see what I can do. What do you want to do? What are your, uh, you gotta have some goals. Definitely. Some, like, some so 2020, Definitely, I want to do more races. So I did two races last year, and when I oh yeah, races, I wanted to bring that up. Your uh, you had some kind of tough mutter type. Yeah. So the first race I ever get. did in my life was Rugged Maniac, and they had that at Snow Creek, which okay. is where you go skiing and sledding in the winter time. It's like the real snow and the fake snow, and it's all the slopes. Mm-hmm. But instead of there being snow on them, it was all mud. So I was Ooh. running up and down slopes, ski slopes. Right. Yeah. And How many then, miles was the uh, race? It was three miles, roughly. Okay. Um, But that day, oh my gosh, it was so cold and so rainy that oh. they had to postpone it for the um, lightning and oh. all of that. So took a bunch of pre-workout, like triple the amount of pre-workout <laughs> I normally take because I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> I've never done a race before. I've never challenged myself to actually like run something and then do obstacles in between <laughs> the running. And That sounds fun. 
it's it's fun but it's intimidating because like you actually kind of have to have form and you have to know what you're doing oh, because okay. these obstacles are not they're not easy. What kind of obstacles? We talk walls and, and you have barbed to climb wire. Walls, barbed wires. There was this one part, and I remember it perfectly. So I'm pretty claustrophobic. Like, I don't like small, confined spaces. I kind of freak out a little bit. Kind of gives me the heebie jeebies. There's this one part where it's all the inflatable fabric. So think of like a bouncy house or something, something like that. Okay. So think of that material. But it's side by side and you're literally have to press yourself in the crease where it meets. So you're in the middle. You can't breathe. It's black. You can't see. There's water underneath of you that your feet are stepping in and you don't know how long this is. So I go into this. It's a black hole. Basically, I went through a black hole. Did you have to shimmy through? Yes, I ran. I ran so fast. I've never ran so fast in my life before. I wanted to get through that thing so fast. I did not know where the end was, but I knew I was going to find it. <laughs> and what's crazy about these races is now I've only done two, so I'm not really one to talk. But I always find that at some point in the race, you get so gassed out and you're so exhausted and you're just like, oh my goodness, like this last one I did in LA was four and a half miles and 21 obstacles. That is so much for your body at one time. That's a lot. It's a lot (laughs) for sure. And in every race I found, there's always a point where I'm just like, holy shit, you can't go back. Like you are literally at a point committed. like you can't there's nobody there to be like, all right, we're going to walk you back these two and a half miles to the beginning and you're done. You're good. Like there's no there's nobody there to be like, OK, you're done. Like, no, it's just you. And it you, is. you have just do to it by finish. yourself. Like, yes. you and I always get to that realization at some point And it's like a fight or flight mode. And I'm just from there on out. I'm like, all right, let's do everything as fast as we can. And that's to, and hype to you the up best and you, of, yes. And, and pre-workout kicks in again. Pre-workout kicks in again. It's like second wind. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's a kind of crazy realization when you get to that point where you're just like, you are the only thing getting you through this. Like you started to this point. There's no going back. Like if you want to go back, you got to walk a long freaking way and you might as well finish at that point. So it's really cool to get to that point and realize like, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Like push past that barrier, push your mind through it, push your body through it. You'll be fine. And just having that realization with a race, if you take that and you put that into your life, like you can add so much dynamic. Are you competing against yourself in a race like that? Is that all it is basically? No. Well, yes and no. So okay. I do all my races with my best friend Hunter. Like she's my number one. She's, we have our YouTube channel that we just dropped our first video for. We, she got me into working out and health and fitness. She started working out <clears> a nine <throat> round before me. So we always have this friendly banter and competition between nice. each other. We will always, Motivate always each other, have right? it. It's motivating, but also like competitive. We want to beat each other. Right. Like at the yeah, end yeah. of the day, like we want to beat each I've other. I've had friends like That's that. That's how yeah, it yeah. is. Right. Like, so our very first race, she beat me. I'm not afraid to admit it. Like yeah. she beat my ass. I didn't know what to expect. And she got me like she, I gassed out way before her, way before her. But then we get to LA, our most recent one. And she gassed out before me. And that was like such a satisfying feeling. Not her gassing out. But you winning. But me not. Like, You're not gassing I out. I was just like, I got this. 
like, I got this. And then I was like, girl, you got this. Like, come on, I'm doing it. You can do it kind of a thing. And then she was right back in it. Mm -hmm. But I will say it's fun having somebody to have that competition with because it'd get pretty boring running a race by yourself. Let's be completely honest. You're there's times where you're literally like, why are my legs moving at this point? Really? Like, why am I doing this right now? It's terrifying sometimes. You're just like, what is the point? And you're like, why did I pay money for this? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, wait, I did all this to myself. Like, why? <laughs> and then at the end, like getting the medal and you always get a beer. They always give you a celebratory cel celebratory 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 is not a word um they is, always give you a here. celebratory beer so that's pretty satisfying and then you always get a medal and i have my medals my two medals on my wall so this year i'm gonna add to it but i want to travel mm -hmm. so like in la we got to climb up a mountain and run up a mountain so you start out at the bottom and halfway through the clouds were beneath us Ooh. So getting to see that perspective, like I stopped That's for a minute. Yeah. Yes, it was beautiful. I mean, just gorgeous. Stop and smell the roses. Exactly. Exactly. You have to. Got to. Times like that, you have to. So I want to travel like that. In that moment, I was like, you're going everywhere and you're doing stuff like this because of this reason. Like, look around you right now. Yeah. Nobody would get to be seeing what I was seeing had they not been doing that race, had they not been in L.A. Mm. And it was it was really cool. So that's my goal for this year is to travel everywhere and do races and keep up with health and fitness and all of that. Is that what you're going to just see? Do you see your Instagram account kind of blowing up as like more people watching you do these races and these uh fitness things yeah for sure i've just i've had so many people interested in just how i get started because like i said these are people that knew me before i started and now they see me and they're just like how mm -hmm. what the hell like give me the secret basically what is the secret pre-workout pre-workout man no i think the secret is just taking responsibility for yourself I mean, at the end of the day, you are responsible. Like, that's really the word that I go back to. And you are the only person that's going to make it happen for yourself. So mm -hmm. make it happen if you want it. Like, how bad do you want it kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Come on. Or that's, else. Some, yeah. 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 Nobody's going to come in and do it for you. Come on. You're right. Too simple. Life doesn't work like that. You got to be your own advocate. You have to. You have to be your number one supporter. You have to take care of yourself. That yeah. includes going to the gym. So yep. I expect you to reach out to me tomorrow and be like, okay. So I tried the pre-workout thing. It worked. Made it to the gym. Yeah. You, any pre-workout, just go to GNC and get, do you have yeah, one? That, so you don't have one that sponsors you yet? No, not yet. We'll get there. You, 2020. We'll get there. I'll I, come, I, I will come back on this podcast. Let it be known. I will come back. I hope you do. I do. I, I will. And I will have a ton of sponsors, a ton of people just in my DMs, all up in there. I bet you guys some funky <laughs> DMs. <laughs> How many dicks do you see a day? Oh, my gosh. So, like, it's just a known thing among girls. Like, you share your DMs with your girlfriends because you, nice. you get funny DMs. Like, let's just be honest. Dudes dudes be saying some funny stuff. Um, I don't get penis pictures, though. Really? Yeah. Lucky you. 
no, that's it that's scary that's intimidating for me i'm just like no no thank you that's like, so rude it's so, it's rude. so rude like even talking about it i'm just like filthy it is it's filthy uh, especially if they're unwarranted like if that's what you're into unsolicited that's, yes yes don't exactly. send an i don't want to be like we've discussed time, that a million times on this show <laughs> one time i was literally driving my car and i ran through a red light because a dude randomly sent me a dick pic and I opened it. I It was on Snapchat. I get Snapchat. And I'm just like, all right. And it's a, like, full-on penis just looking at me. It feels like it's just staring deep into my soul. And I'm like. Why? So many questions yeah. run through my head. <laughs> so many. And I'm driving my car. And I look up. And I'm like, why Why aren't these other cars going? Oh, yeah. It's a red light. Thank goodness they didn't have cameras. I was fine. This happened a long time ago. But, yeah. That's no. That's a no. That's that a, a no. Yep. That's a big no-no. That is a no-no. That's no. gross. I don't online date. I don't want a dick pic. Like, come on. I'm just surprised just as uh, accessible as you are and as pretty as you are and as out oh. there as you are, I would assume a lot of creeper dudes are throwing weird Oh yes. shit your way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Not, not weird in the sense of, like, pictures. I don't get pictures. Okay. Well, ever. that's good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. People just use their words, you know, uh-huh. which is easy. Like there's a filter on Instagram where you can have your primary and your general messages and you just have all the ones to the accounts that you don't follow. Go to a different account. Right. That's where all the, the other. Uh, yeah. That's where the, I don't ever check it. That are hitting me. <laughs> right? up. Like, I get hip hop artists that hit me up. Yeah. You get random dudes. Yeah. That's, you know, that's what it is being a girl. Yep. It's only going to get worse. At the, like the more I put myself out there and what have you. You're prepared so. for that? Yeah, I think I am. Like, I mean, I work Good. out enough. I feel like I could fight someone physically. I don't think it's going to happen to that. That's going to come down to it. You're just going to get I'm prepared. a barrage of just thirsty dudes just, hey, I'd like to take you out for coffee. And like when They'll start having conversations yeah. with you and you'll never even respond. Yeah. And every day they're saying things to you. There are those repeat offenders, as I like to say. And let me tell you, they're persistent. There's some dudes out there that have been steady hitting my DMs since like 2012. And like not to call them out or whatever but come on like at the end of the day come on you got to realize eventually right i you would think so you would think so dudes some dudes are. i feel mean at that point like i start to feel like man i'm a bad person (laughs) like i am straight up ignoring this person because i know in the end it's better for them if i don't interact with them oh no because if you give in oh done deal done deal you can't do it you can't you can't do it it's feeding a stray cat yeah, I love cats though. You don't want stray cats all ah, over your backyard, I, spraying and meowing and fighting and I would love them. and making kittens everywhere. I would. Oh my god, if they made kittens, I'd keep them. No, Until you can't I'm have. Sold. We don't. I'm so sold. We I don't would need any more. We don't need. No, we need to have them spayed no, and neutered. Okay, I've always wanted to be on the prices right. And I'm going to make a T-shirt because, you know, everyone that's on The Price is Right, they get... Everybody wants to be on The Price is Right. I know that they do. I looked into it when I went to L.A., okay? I know everyone wants to. Mm -hmm. Insert eye roll. (laughs) But everyone makes their own T-shirts. And I've never seen this T-shirt made before, but uh, Drew, the host, would always say, don't forget to get your cats spayed and neutered, or your animals spayed and neutered. Mm -hmm. Not cats specifically, but animals in general. That'd be my T-shirt quote. And I would get picked. And I know all of this would happen. 
I just need you to think get you'd on. be the first one that came up with that shirt. No, but I'd be the first one to like make it on. I'm sure that's been made that on. Shirt. It hasn't. I oh, watch it every no. morning. I watch the price is right. You know where you find me after I'm working out. I'm not even kidding. I watch the news uh, from 10 to 11 and then from 11 to 12 is the price is right. You're watching the prices right. Every I'm watching day. the prices right every day. Have you seen? I that? love it. I, I love it. I I grew up. Everybody. Everybody it. in America that's alive grew up on the prices right. How about that? How about that? It's kind of funny though. Some of the things that they say are the prices that they are. I'm like, that's bullshit. It is bullshit. It is bullshit. Those so are then, California prices though. It's a conspiracy theory. Have you seen the uh, documentary, The Perfect Bid? Uh. Okay, I've watched no. it. It's on. It's on. It's probably on Netflix or Hulu. It's on one of those. The perfect bid. It's called the perfect bid. This dude memorized the price of everything, and was trying to get on and trying to get on, and finally he got on. Did he do good? I'm not gonna tell you. Watch, watch, watch. Well, it. it's a perfect bid, so he didn't. Oh, wait, he did he get on? Yeah, he got on, and then another guy got on, and he would he would go to a lot of those, a lot of he would go that to all these job. tapings, and he would yell to dudes to people to people up there, and if they listened to him, they would get it right. So and there was a dude that good. got a perfect bit. You have to watch it; it's very good. So they probably came back, and they were like, "It's like <clears> when you're gambling in a casino. Like if you if they think you're counting kinda, cards." I think Bob Barker was yeah. kind of caught on to him. Was like, "All right, all right." Like, like this guy, he was a regular, here. and he knew. He's like, "He finally got on," and yeah, <laughs> he's it's like, a really this good. Guy. It's a good little. It's hour and a half long documentary. I feel or like something. that person would be me. Like I've prepared. I'm ready. This dude was prepared. Yeah. Prepared. I, I don't know all. The, all the prices, but man, I tell you what, I'd love to be on the prices, right? Who wouldn't? I want to spin the I wheel. I would love to spin the wheel. That's I all anybody even, wants to do, right? Honestly, they say the worst prize you can get on that show is a car. How come? Taxes? Taxes and insurance. <clears throat> Most other things you don't have to pay taxes on, but. You can just take the money for it, can't you? You can say, hey, give me. Yes, the it's a lot less, though. Yeah. Like less than half. Close to a third. Yeah. I met a dude that was on there and won some kind of prizes. <gasps> He's like a unicorn. And he didn't. I think he said he just took the cash value of it. He didn't win much. He won like some bedroom furniture stuff or something like that. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. Oh my gosh. I would love that. Just to be in the crowd. You have to audition just to be in the crowd. Really? Yes. Did you try? Yeah. Of course I've tried. I've tried many times. And you didn't get on there? Well, you have to do like an online application and then okay. based off of that, they let you know. They never hit my line. They're the one DM I never got. Just waiting for that Damn. one DM, that sweet, sweet yes. Price is Right DM. Come on. Come, Come on, on Drew. down. <laughs> it's my turn. And that's the shirt that I would wear is don't forget to spay and neuter your animals. That's right. That, that's it. That's the plan. That is the plan. So one of these days, make it back to Cali. Right when I left California, I was like, turn the plane around. I need to go back. I'm itching. I've never been. I'd like to go. California and Colorado. Those are my two. I've I been to Colorado, but it was a long time ago. I need to go back. Ooh. And I got people there that'll, you know, host me. Yeah. I love Airbnb. I've never done that. Ooh, it's so fun. So the first time I ever did it, I stayed in Colorado Springs. 
and I stayed in an Airbnb that was on its own acre on the side of a mountain. So dope. So I enjoyed my cups of coffee in the morning, like with the clouds, like basically. Did it have a hot tub outside? No, no oh. hot tub. It did not have a hot tub, but it was really beautiful. It was gorgeous. I mean, the altitude was kind of weird to get used to. It was the first time I'd ever gone there, but the Airbnb itself, totally recommend it. It was so fun. And then all the ones I've stayed in after the fact have been really cool too. It's just, it's a nice, like, it's a nicer hotel. Like I like a homey experience more than I like a hotel experience. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm staying a super long time, then I like maid service. <laughs> Clean my shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I was just being messy and I just, whatever, yeah. you got to clean it up. <laughs> yeah, I went to Give Florida. Give me some fresh towels. Oh, yes. Fresh I mean, sheets. I'm a Make girl. I need, I need towels for my hair and then I need one for my body. That's two towels every time I take a shower. Plus you want to go to the pool. Always. If I'm in Florida, I want to go to the ocean. Ooh. That's what I did. Ooh. I loved, I found the coolest seashell ever. It was a fully intact spiral one and it had like spikes coming out the top. And I gave it to my ex-boyfriend. Now I don't have it. So Get it back from him. Yeah. I should call him. I should be like. I Is that the one you're cool with? No. A different one. He's a different. He's my most recent one. Now you got another one. Is this one you're going to have to recover from too? I don't know. <laughs> it's so new. <laughs> the breakup is actually very, very fresh. Oh, no. What very happened? Fresh. Um, I felt like things moved way too fast. I didn't know. Like, we didn't have a friendship before we had a relationship. So oh, it yeah. was just a very streamlined relationship kind of endeavor. And he's such a good guy and he's such a good person. Like, I knew that it wasn't fair to him for me to nice not have the same feelings that he had. Not saying that I didn't have, I gotcha. Like feelings for him. Obviously, I cared about him. Um, but sometimes shit just goes too fast. It's not way too fast, and like I just knew that it wasn't gonna. Like it's like a train on a train track. Like it can only go so fast. You know, you got to keep a nice, steady, healthy, healthy speed. You know, Mm -hmm. it was not healthy pace for me at all. It was good. It was like drinking an entire bucket of pre workout (laughs) in the beginning. We've all been there. We've all had that super oh, exciting. It was intense. lust. It was yeah, a yeah. lot of lust in the beginning. Yeah. Um. That's fun. So I gave him the seashell. I gave uh, him it. I gave him it. Get it back. He don't want it. What's he going to do with it? He's going to throw it away. He, he doesn't want to be reminded of it. It's a like, cool seashell though. Like I would eh, keep it. He's a dude. He's not. Well, I don't want a seashell of anybody. I, unless my daughter gave it to me. Like yeah. I, if I had a dope I, one see, of like See, but an it's ex- so cool. I don't think he thinks of me when he sees it. Maybe he does. He does. Those are questions I don't like to ask myself. You don't have to ask. Be like, hey, man. I want my seashell back. <laughs> are you? Would it be cool if I got that seashell back? I liked it. It was all right. If you want it, I like, understand. If you really think it's <laughs> throw dope. Throw that out there. If you think it's dope and you really want it. If you think it, it's worth keeping. Then I want you to have it. But if you're like, eh. I'm like, going to throw it away in two years. Like, I'd like to have it back. I want it. I do. That's like, I didn't keep any for myself. Yeah. I gave all my seashells away. Dumb. I'm regretting it. I'm having lesson a lot of learned. regrets right now. Nice. You're learning your lessons. Pretty much. But I will say at the time <laughs> it felt right. Nice. Finally catching up. Finally. Yeah. Not even drinking One anymore. One of us has to be professional. One of us. It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> it never is. 
totally just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Oh, that's funny. But yeah. I want my seashell back, basically. Listen, I'll go with you. We'll go get we'll this We'll bring thing. the backup. We'll bring the backup. We'll bring another backup. He's so nice. He would give it back. Yeah, give He'll it give back. He'll give it back if I ask. It's it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. I just don't want to have that conversation. Awkward. You just, you're just done with it. You don't fresh. have to deal with it. It's, it's really fresh. fresh. Okay. You know, like I didn't leave a toothbrush at his place. I didn't leave. I left a seashell, you know? So this is like my get my seashell back moment. Get my toothbrush. Yeah. Whatever, you know, clothes or whatever. You leave at your boyfriend's place. Mine's a seashell. Okay. Yeah. It's really final. You know, the last thing, I'm going to say the last thing I left is my house. You know what I... dogs. Oh. A refrigerator. Oh. Fridges are expensive couch you know what i used to do this is so bad that i'm admitting this right now but i really don't care i would purposefully leave things behind i was one of those girls what do you mean have to come back and get it because i left it purposefully behind kind of girl that's the worst i know know, why i don't i'm like nope i don't know where it is Really? I never had that happen. Must have uh, must have <laughs> lost. Are you sure? I'll, I'll be looking. I'll positive? be looking at that. Are you sure? It's a black blouse. It's a size <laughs> small. And I'll be looking at it like, I don't know what you're talking about. I it's, think no, it's mine. I, I, no, I don't have that around. I don't yeah. see that anywhere. Are you yeah. sure you didn't leave it somewhere else? I just. Nope. Uh, don't have it anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Nope, yeah. It's not here. I'm sorry. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did that when I was younger, but I did do that. I was that girl for sure. Sad to admit, I've grown so much. What's the psychology then. behind it? Because you want to see them again and you want yeah. back in. You know, no, I wanted an excuse to like see each other again. You know, like just just like a 100 percent, like no uncertainty. I like to have a lot of certainty and control. Like that's just how I've always been. So I would over control the situation to the point where I knew the outcome because I'd have to come back and get it. Oh, no. I just got a seashell. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really cool seashell. And I'm throwing it away, too. <laughs> Sorry. You're that dude. I don't know. It depends on the... No. It depends. It, it depends on yeah. the breakup. It depends on the breakup. Yeah. It depends on how it goes. This one was pretty bad. I have, um, I have a lot of good relationships with past... Like, my ex-wife and I are tight. We're good. And then I have ex, uh, you know, females that I've, I've had relationships with since then. And we've all, we're all pretty tight except for... See, I don't believe in that. I don't believe you can be really tight. We're cool. We're like, I'm not... You don't hate each other, basically. You're cordial. And some, some like, even still text me just to talk to me. Okay, no. That's a no-go for me. That doesn't exist. That's not a thing. Maybe that's a thing for older people, but for, I'm telling you, for, no. 20-year-olds, that's not a thing. You don't text someone just to, like, that's an ex. Just to be friends with them. There's always an underlying cause. But I'm not, but I'm not allowing it. I'm straight You might not be allowing it, but that doesn't mean there's not an underlying cause. No, we're cool regardless. Uh There's no animosity there. There you go. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I feel like nowadays people feel like they have to end their relationships with animosity. Like it can't just ever just end and be okay. Like it just didn't work. 
Sorry. Don't get me wrong. Life. I have, you know. But everything's messy. I've Everyone had a, has I've had messy. A mess, I've had a messy. Everyone has messy. I had a messy 2019. Sloppy. For a little bit. There was some messiness involved in there, but. Messy. I don't I don't like messy. I'm <laughs> I'm in messy. I get it. I get it. Messy happens whether oh, you want it to or I not. Don't want it to happen. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone ever does, but then when it does mm-hmm. Some people do. Some people invite some it. People, some people thrive. Some off people of it. leave things behind and then come back to purposely get yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Some people I get it like in that a, yeah. retrospect. Yeah. Okay. Subconsciously. To each his own, you know. <laughs> relationships these days they're hard they're hard there's a lot going on it's like i'm just now figuring myself out still learning so much we all are yeah and then at what at what point is it like all right let's learn about somebody else and like actually learn and care nobody does that nobody puts their guard down sucks people put their guard down Okay, I shouldn't say put their guard down. Um, it's very superficial these days. Everything is. Mm. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that as a guy? A girl's perspective, it's so easy for a girl to say everything's kind of looks-based because, I mean, come on. It's a good question. If I were a dude out I, I here right now I, doing what I'm doing, I would I, not nearly be as successful. I guess I wasn't thinking of it as that. I was thinking of it because we're on the podcast right now and I get a lot of real conversations on here. Yeah. But as far as like the dating world, mm-hmm. <sighs> it's very, hmm. it's superficial. I don't like, that's the best way that I can put it. It's superficial. It's all superficial. Your first impression, superficial. Yeah, I haven't. It's been a while since I've been on a dating app date. But not even like a dating app. Like if you come across somebody's profile or you see them mentioned in somebody's story or Hmm. like you come across them virtually and you are intrigued by them. by What's on their like what they put out there. You know, it's all superficial. It's all superficial when you're, I guess it depends on how you're meeting them. Like if that's it's, what yeah, I, that's, yeah, yeah. that's why I like to go out and actually like that's be in like. the world. That's like, what I want to do. I'm trying to, so I'm having issues right now. Everyone's having issues no, right I'm having now. Issues. Nobody does anything. Yes. I'm Nobody having issues with, out. I'm getting these conversations going with these females and then I'm like, Hey, when are you free? When are you free to meet up and hang out and let's yeah. grab drinks or coffee or whatever it is. And all of a sudden I get ghosted. It's like, we, 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 you know what happened? Their real life happened. And the dudes that they're entertaining in real life superseded their dudes that they were entertaining in their virtual life. Yeah. That's how it is for mm-hmm. everyone. You have those people that you like have in your real life, like your real circle or your real pool or whatever, your pond that you go fishing in and you're like, okay, like I've met this girl in real life. I'm going to text her. But then you also have the girl that you met on Instagram or Tinder, and you're going to text her, too. And I bet more often than not, you hang out with the girl that you saw more than the girl that you met on the Internet. I'm trying to meet girls on the Internet. They're the ones that yeah, are Yeah, but yeah. nobody pushes it past that point, really. Oh, I do. I'm trying to all the time. and it's. But, like, as a guy, it can definitely come off as, like, not saying that you are by any means, because you've never been that way towards me, and I don't know how you flirt with other people. But... 
from a girl's perspective, a guy that tries too hard is kind of like, uh, oh, I don't try too hard at all. I'm but not, if you I don't need to try girls, hard. but I'm not saying that you do. Right. I'm just saying if you really want to hang out, girls can pick up on that. Just right. like dudes can too. Oh, yeah. So like if they have somebody in real life that doesn't really want to hang out with them, they're going to choose the guy that treats them like shit in real life that doesn't want to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. And it sucks that you can't get pet like past that barrier almost. Yeah. Because it's superficial. Mm-hmm. It's all superficial. But I bet if you guys met and hung out. No, I get I go on plenty of dates from these apps too, and it tends, yeah, you get some superficial ones, and then you get some good one. It's yeah, it just depends on yeah the chemistry. And I it just want to be on, like out with my friends, and then just maybe at like a bar. Like I feel like bar would be most realistic, and then just like spark up a conversation with a guy and just have it go perfect. That's and what we all want. Yeah, like just I to just the point where I just want a nice guy just, to sit next to me and just <laughs> have a great conversation. He doesn't with have me. to buy me a drink. Like we don't have to be like excessive about it. Right. I just want to like organically meet someone that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting the real life butterflies. That's right. that's what I guess I mean is like it's superficial online because it's like somebody can text it's you. It's a jump say, off point. It's you hope you hope it's. You hope it's cool when you first meet, though. You hope you kind of get some cool conversation, like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this this person uh, marks off some of the boxes that we'd like to have checked off." Right. Yeah. And then you meet up, and then it's like, "Oh shit, this is pretty cool. I'm feeling this." But God, it's been a while since I've felt anything with. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other. Feelings are so. There's so much depth to them. There's a lot to them. You got to figure a lot out in this lifetime. Yeah a lot to figure out but you know what and it continually changes start with number one which is yourself got to you have to got to you have to take care of yourself oh yeah you have to know yourself gotta know what's up you have to know what's up yeah you have to like take a second and be like yo what's up yo what do i want look in the mirror what do i look for? yeah yeah figure your shit out yep 2020 the year of figuring shit out what i hope to do i feel like i'm on a good track though i'm on the up i mean i'm here now that's an up and up what? moment what being on the podcast <laughs> Woo! yes oh my goodness it's uh it's not bad it's not bad at all it's not bad it's a good start for I 2020 i would literally just sit here and talk to myself with this setup that you have like i would just be like i would record the conversations i have with myself in my head, maybe. I don't really talk out loud. That's not my thing. Some people do talk out loud. I would just, I don't know. It'd be weird. Throw some beats on, do your own rapping or singing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I, I used to have a karaoke time. machine. Yeah, that's what perfect. Yeah, you can put a karaoke up right up there. And sing I wanted to be Britney Spears' backup singer so bad. My stage name was going to be Sparkle Rose. And then my dad said I had to stop saying that because it sounded like a stripper's name. <laughs> pretty stripper-esque sparkle, sparkle rose. rose so now only like my oldest friends their parents all call me sparkle rose because they all thought it was funny <laughs> that's good i like that yeah it's pretty hilarious honestly but wholeheartedly put a mic in front of me and i want to i want to be sparkle rose 
What if we put a pole in front of you? You want to be Sparkle Rose too? Nope. <laughs> I last year for Valentine's Day we did What's a pole. What's Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. It's the day before Valentine's Day where you get together with your gal pals if you're single, even if you're not single, and you celebrate being a girl and being independent and womanism. <laughs> I am woman. Hear me roar. I am woman. So we did a pole dancing Valentine's class. Valentine's Day. Girls would have something like that. You. I can't believe you haven't heard of it. It's been a thing for a while. It's. It was more I, so. Look, I founded. don't even know what Valentine's Day is. To be honest with you, yeah, it's it's dumb. My best friend's birthday is on Valentine's Day, so it's really cool because we just go to the bar and get drunk. Like nice. that's my birthday present. I'm like, let's go. Let's go open up the bar. <laughs> nice. But Valentine's Day, it's the day before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. You get together with all your best gal pals, and you just love being single most you're supposed to be single but it's okay if you're not single you should be you're still a gal you should be you shouldn't be able to partake in both i i agree but i've had instances where we've had people that do have significant others but they have gal pals too so whatever girl power and we did a pole dancing class and you could bring your own alcohol so we brought a make your own bloody mary bar so Ooh, we had I like a good Bloody Mary. Yes, yes. So we had like all the fixings, olives, cheese, bacon, the mixer that you have for it, pepper, cracked pepper. I mean, we really went all, all out for it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So drinking, drinking, drinking. This pole dancing class, mind you, this was last year. So this was before workout me. Like this was not in shape me. That's a hell of a workout, a pull up. Holy crap, that's exactly what I was getting at. Oh, yeah. I was the sweatiest thing I had ever been up until that point. I didn't I went into it thinking like, okay, I'm gonna look cute, like I'm gonna take videos, like whatever. No, I actually tried to do what the instructor was doing. Mind you, the instructor was like thirty seven ish years old and pregnant. And this bitch was on a pole working it harder than I've ever seen a pole worked before. And I've seen strippers in real life, like on a pole before. This lady knew what she was doing. I mean, she was an instructor. She banged for your buck, basically. Right. So pregnant 37-year-old woman's on this pole and she's teaching us. And I'm full out trying to do this stuff. And I'm so like sweaty. The upper body strength that it takes to be a stripper, like hats off to them. They deserve every dollar that comes their way, basically. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I had a stripper on the podcast that's starting her own pole dancing Oh, studio. great workout. Oh, and yeah. And she is. Fit. Uh, she's like an Olympic gymnast type. Yeah. I mean, the crazy shit she does yeah. on a pole, it's insane. Like, yes. She's super in shape and. I mean, that's what she looks at it as an athletic endeavor. Yeah. When you look at it from that standpoint, it definitely makes it way less risque. Like there's obviously a stigma with anything that you do, but especially if you get naked for money, like people automatically think you're like degrading yourself and like all these things. But if you look at it like from that standpoint, Mm -hmm. I can see that as somebody who works out and I firsthand know how hard that is it's crazy the That's stuff crazy she does crazy hard like hats off to you because yeah. i couldn't do it oh, the, I, so i will not be the first to judge you for it like if anything clapping i'm clapping for you a, a small percentage of the population can do the stuff that she does oh i bet physically oh i bet yeah yeah like you defy gravity at some points it, it's hard to do yeah for sure i, I need to get a pole <laughs> in here 
I feel like at that point. I never thought about it. What? But I oh my gosh. Wait, 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 wait. What was that one podcast? It's so super famous and I'm going to be so mad at myself for not knowing it. But he's a famous musician with long hair and he's known for having a very risque podcast. You should know. And the fact that I don't know. He's a musician with He's a long hair. He's a musician with long hair, and he has a risque podcast. Like, well, before podcasts were really in. Think of, like, some of the first people. I mean, Howard Stern. Howard Stern! Well, that's not a podcast. That's radio. Oh. I and thought he wasn't was a, a rock star. He was just a radio star. Okay, well, I thought he was a rock <laughs> He lives like a rock star. I thought Howard Stern was a rock star with the podcast. No, no, he's just... Uh, but that reminds he doesn't even, me. He doesn't like podcasts. Oh. He just does radio, but he's like the king of radio. Okay. <clears throat> but risque, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I imagine it would turn into. Oh, I can't do that. I didn't like... I, I thought his show was dumb. Growing up, I listened to it, and uh, yeah. it would, he, he would... It was just too... It was... Very, very low. This is going to sound whatever because I do kind of lowbrow humor, of course, from time to time. <laughs> but his like so lowbrow, yeah. like, oh, he's got strippers in here and they're getting and he's getting naked and telling them how good or whatever their tits look. It's like, yeah, OK, that's it's a gimmick. Like you're having naked chicks in here and, and talking about them doing whatever sexual stuff yeah i didn't think that was smart or is this it didn't you get a stripper pole that's you that's that's the trail you're heading down because what's going to stop you no i would i would just have it because i would think it would look good aesthetically i think it would look funny a little bit cool it and would. if i do have a stripper in here like the one that i have it'd be cool to see the cool shit she could do on here but this wouldn't yeah. turn into like a debaucherous man cave whatever roadhouse that's scenario true. you do have control of the situation and who gets on your strip it would be ball. more of a design it would just Aesthetic. be like yeah it'd be like hey that looks it'd be funny. like your neon bar sign like uh, if you're michael scott that's more classy than that yeah <laughs> a little more classy than michael scott i love the office so much if there's a show that i would want to watch forever it'd be the office yeah that's a good one i've i've seen it so many times already that and it's always sunny in philadelphia oh, oh nothing my gosh nothing makes me laugh if harder. i could be on the gang nothing makes me laugh i want to be a part show. of the gang so bad let's start our own gang let's start it you i'll be, be d. d i'll be d i would love to i would love <laughs> to be d so bad so bad yeah there's not a show that makes me laugh harder charlie day on tv and i love the backstory too like how charlie and the waitress are really married but oh, like their yeah. characters on the show are just hilarious. Mm -hmm. They're like dynamic with each other. I live for that shit. I live for that. I love it. Love it. Seen every episode a million times. Dayman is my anthem. Yeah. Yes. For sure. I love that show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's so many good shows out there. Rick and Morty. Ever? Love Rick and Morty. I just got into it's that. A classic. It's oh, so you have so much to watch. I then. watched. I don't know how many episodes or how many seasons there are, mm -hmm. but I've watched the three seasons that are available on Hulu. Okay. I've watched them all twice. Oh, so you've been through the one. But I just you get you get it. Then. Yeah, it's you great. Get it. It's yeah. so good. You get the it's idea. So good. I've watched, I've watched all of them at least twice. I've okay. watched some extra good. in like the past month and a half. For an animated show, I like so smart. I liked Big Mouth. 
Big Mouth's hilarious. Big Mouth is hilarious. I will say as the seasons have gone on, I've kind of lost interest a little bit. Like, I'm kind of like, okay, like, yeah. what now? But those first couple seasons are hilarious. Hilarious. Nick Kroll. Oh, my God. I love him. I love a good Nick Kroll moment. But Rick and Morty, I feel like the more seasons they have brought out, like, I like it just as much. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm so always good. staying tuned for whatever Rick and Morty, whatever they're up to. I love TV. Love TV. I guess that's why I like being in front of the camera because I love TV. Makes sense. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We've gone all over the place. I don't think there's a place we haven't gone. Let's end it there. Let's cheers to that. Cheers to that. (laughs) This is, I mean, the Instagram model, fitness, motivator, inspiration account. Anything you need. Anything you need. That's what uh, you're all about. If That's there's anything that anyone here. can take away from this, it is that you don't have to be a somebody to be a somebody. <clears throat> Wink. Okay. I don't I don't even know what that means. I like it. Yeah, you don't I just start. Just start. Just start. Whatever it is, just start. Whatever it is, just start. There's a reason you want to do it, just do it. Oh my god, that's Nike. We can't do that. We can't end on that. You can end however you want. This is your time to shine. You say That's whatever true. you want. That's how, so true. How can people find you? What do you want people to, you know, pimp pimp your stuff right now? <sighs> whatever you want. This is your time. I mean, like and subscribe to my new YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's called AHA Productions. It's pretty cool. That'll be like videos of me. But if you want to see like workouts and stuff like that, obviously, Alexander J36. Instagram account. I just winked. That's what that click was. Um, be healthy. Live a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. This was awesome. That's it. This was surreal having. Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. We've had uh, a good time today. I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for having me. This was everything I thought it would be and way more. Really? Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. I didn't really even know what to think it would be. But now that it's ending, I'm like, yeah. Fuck yeah. That was a good ride. That was a good one. I'll fist bump to that any day of the week. This is cool. We're out of here. We're out. Bye. Bye.